Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I discuss why I'm frustrated at the Hershey Company for basically doing nothing to help one brands over the last three years. But before we get started, I would love if you took 48 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. After three years of basically nothing... Can I get things that baffle me for 1,000, Alex? I know any event before 2020 feels like a generation ago, so maybe you forgot that the Hershey Company acquired One Brands, the maker of One Bar, in August 2019 for $397 million. To get yourself kind of back into that late summer of 2019 blissful mindset even deeper, just a week earlier than that Hershey and One Brands news, it was also announced that the Simply Good Foods company acquired Quest Nutrition for $1 billion. So in that extremely short stretch of time, two of the most buzzworthy bar brands positioned inside the high-protein, low-sugar world were acquired. But also, don't forget, and I know these are kind of positioned a little bit differently in the market, but Mondelez International also purchased a majority stake in Perfect Bar that June. Regardless, being a protein bar company in the summer of 2019 was one of the most valuable things you could be in the growing functional food space. That is, until it wasn't. I'm going to kind of leave you on a cliffhanger a bit on that point because I need us to not break that summer of 2019 feeling just yet. So, why did Hershey's want to buy a protein bar company? Well, it's part reinvention of its public perception, but mostly an internal hedging process. Even strategic commentary by Hershey's CEO during 2019 tells us the whole story, as she emphasized that the company had no intention of completely diverging from the core business of indulgent sweets. The Hershey company is one of the most iconic candy companies in the world, but the war on sugar has been heating up for the last decade. The Hershey Company is not dumb. They see the writing on the walls, which is why they have been making like these better-for-you CPG snacking acquisitions since 2015. One Brands wasn't the first nutritional bar acquisition or investment by the Hershey Company. They acquired Omega protein bars and cookies as part of the Amplify Snack Brands deal in 2017. Additionally, in August 2019, yes, they were extremely busy that month, Hershey's venture funding arm took a minority stake in Fulfill Nutrition, which is a producer of high-protein, vitamin-fortified nutrition bars that are mostly sold in the UK and Ireland. Since I won't be talking about Fulfill Nutrition the rest of this content, I did want to kind of note, if you're curious, Ferraro acquired the company in April 2022, but they still reportedly have a joint venture between the two companies, so Fulfill Nutrition and Hershey's. So despite Hershey's having no intention of completely diverging from its core business of indulgent sweets, the One Brand's acquisition folded in quite nicely, actually, because its core product, the One Bar, was an indulgent yet healthy food. On the other hand, why was this acquisition thought to be a good move for One Brand's? 
Well, firstly, Hershey's could expand the existing one brand's product offering by leveraging its core capabilities in sales distribution, category management, and digital commerce. Secondly, Hershey's wanted to move one brands into new occasions and broaden its reach to younger and more urban shoppers. I'm going to kind of let that latter kind of weird comment slide because it's mostly off topic to this content, but I did want to expand on the product kind of occasion expansion commentary that would effectively seek to make one brands a platform brand. For my OG sports nutrition industry peeps, you probably recognize One Brands by its former name of Oya oh yeah Nutrition, which was also a part of a parent company called ISS Research that offered a ton of like nutritional supplements that was founded in 1999. I say that because creating high protein, low sugar platform offerings, similar to what Quest Nutrition does, would be a throwback strategy to those earlier days that had ready to drink protein beverages and other ready to eat snacks. Well, that was kind of a great strategic vision in August of 2019, but then we kind of all know what happened next over kind of the next six months after the acquisition was complete of One Brands. Fact is, Hershey's didn't even have time to fully integrate One Brands into its massive company before things got wild. Because the kind of bar format of convenient nutrition is tied strongly to consumer mobility, and then what happened to consumer mobility was it dropped to like nothing. Toss in the fact that health and fitness and weight management kind of fell to the wayside of a lot of Americans' thoughts and, and kind of behaviors during this period. And suddenly, protein bars went from being the star of the show to its value propositions basically dropping to zero. The playbook for nutritional bar brands at the time was to adjust the marketing messaging to show consumers that the at-home occasion was the new on-the-go occasion. And additionally, it was about prioritizing more snackier product formats or kind of innovating in product formats like cookies, chips, and confectionery. This was what the owner of Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritionals did, but that's because they really didn't have any other option if you think about this. The entire Simply Good Foods company was in the downside crosshairs of the COVID-19 effects changing kind of consumer behaviors. Alternatively, the Hershey company was dealing with a completely different situation. Its massive sweets and snacks business was printing money from the huge spikes in demand. And that required really like an all hands on deck approach to keep the supply flowing into the market. So with its focus elsewhere, and kind of rightfully so, Hershey's failed to give one brand the full suite of resources needed to thrive in the complex pandemic-era business landscape. Yes, Hershey's seemed to get more placements for one brand in some of the large retail channels that they have strong relationships in, but nothing in terms of product format innovation that would have been ideal for 2020 consumer behaviors. Outside of the beige kind of investor relations stuff after an acquisition happens, you didn't really see much mention about one brands in 2020. The same could be said about 2021 with really one measly mention in the annual report that said one brands recovered from its pandemic driven declines, growing almost 10% in 2021 and maintaining its share position for the year. Now, assuming a high single digit decline in 2020, and that 10% growth in 2021, One Brands is basically flat since the Hershey's deal. That's really unacceptable in my opinion. And even if 
I haven't come out and directly said it yet. I hope you can sense my frustration. I don't have skin in the game beyond being an advocate for the business maturation of the sports and active nutrition category within the broader CPG industry. I plan on being around for several more decades, so really every one of these large acquisitions I root on extremely heavily because high tides lift all boats, and that has a compounding long-term effect. When you see things not working out well, it ultimately hurts the sports and active nutrition space because one of its knocks, and maybe it's easiest one from an excuse standpoint for people to point at, is that it has short brand life cycles. These make the category less attractive to large CPG brand portfolios that want to own and be the shepherd of valuable heritage brands. Here's the thing though, I don't necessarily think this is a one brand's issue. This is a Hershey's strategic mistake. Beyond the plant protein version that launched in early 2020, and really that's probably something that was already completed by one brands prior to the Hershey's deal, you've had zero innovation outside of flavor variants until they announced the One Crunch Bar a few weeks ago. As I already mentioned earlier, around the time of the deal announcement, Hershey's talked about expanding One Brands into a platform brand around different kind of eating or snacking occasions. Was that breakfast or frozen or beverages, salty snacks, whatever? I mean, we don't know at this point and maybe we won't know ever. And I can give them a pass on not meeting that ambition level yet because of all the extra challenges of 2020 and 2021, but Hershey's had really no excuse to not at least align one brands within its biggest core competency of confections and candy. Even casual observers of the convenient nutrition category should be wondering, like, what are they waiting for, right? I mean, Hershey's is letting Quest Nutrition run away with the protein peanut butter cups market, yet they own the most powerful brand of Reese's, along with the manufacturing capabilities to kind of make all of this happen. That's just one example of many that Hershey's could have easily been first to market on or heck, even fast followed with a better iterative product. Hershey's and their Amplify Snack Brands division feel really out of touch for what's needed to thrive in the fast-paced innovative world of sports and active nutrition. They haven't tapped the value of co-branding, they haven't tapped internal product format innovation and manufacturing capabilities, now, I know it's not an apples to apples comparison, but One Brands is basically flat from a revenue perspective over the last three years, while Quest Nutrition is well on its way to doubling its revenue over that same period, which was already at a much higher revenue base. Now, I'm probably ranting at this point, so I'll kind of stop and end with some quick final thoughts. Even though it's a pretty boring iterative innovation, maybe the recently announced One Crunch Bar is showing the market that Hershey's is getting back on track. Maybe this is the first step to something more aligned with those late summer of 2019 platform strategy ideas. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 